Very quickly, before we start this podcast, we just want to ask a massive favor from our audience. If you can please leave a review wherever you're listening to us, whether on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and it'd be a really big help in helping us grow our audience. Thank you very much. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of How Do You Survive Your Twenties? My name is Jonah. I'm Joe. And we are back with our I don't want to say favorite guest because it makes it sound bad for the others, but one of our favorite well, people can. in the world. You can't say that. You can say favorite guest. It's fine. Fine with me. Our favorite guest, Candice Mack. So instead of saying Nailed favorite it. guest, one of our favorite people in the world. <laughs> one of. Yeah. One of two. <laughs> one of two, yeah. We actually don't know really, that many We're really people, narrowing so. it down now. <laughs> Yes, but we are very, very excited to have you back in the podcast. If you're not aware, she was on our um, episode maybe three weeks, two, four weeks ago now, something like that. <laughs> three, two, four, ten. Three, two, four, ten, about dating. A number we of weeks, if you will. A number of weeks. We got, we got some a, time in the past. a lot of positive feedback for that episode, yeah. Candice. And so for that reason, Candice is going to pop on whenever she damn well pleases. I just feel like I've got, I've got the get out of jail free card. I've collected the $200 and it's like express lane. How do you survive your twenties podcast? Just it's it's my lane now, guys. I'm taking over. <laughs> I hope you know well, this. Aren't we good at just hyping Instant each other regret. up? Yeah. Isn't this isn't this lovely? <laughs> <It's delightful. laughs> Instant regret. Instant regret. Very good. How was uh, how was your week, Candice? Talk to us. Share. How was my week? Well, guys, I I have as now a fixture of this podcast. I have I have a very exciting thing to re- report to you because I remember last time mm. we spoke, you asked me. Apple or Android. And this week oh, I upgraded yeah. I upgraded my phone after six years of an iPhone 6, which served me well, but it had gotten to the phase where it ghost types, which is worrying considering <laughs> I, I it's many reasons why it's worrying. But, was, it, um, was it gobbledygook or was it actual like words like predicted text type kind of thing? It was like predicted text gone wrong. It was slightly possessed. I just it scared me. It got to the point where it was just scaring me. So upgraded the phone. Which which brings me to my question that I'd like to ask you guys. Oh. How long have you gone in your life with something that is definitely broken and you've just ignored? So example being, I've been Is this my emotional state you're talking about? My relationship with my mum. You know, no. But <laughs> <laughs> I just Happy Mother's Day tomorrow. Happy Mother's Day, of course. Oh, I see. It's different back home. It's not till May in, yeah, in May. Australia. So got I think months. most of the world's like that, Candice. It's just the UK. We like to be <laughs> different. But you we've don't. Not, we've not really. You're very much the standard for normalcy. I feel. <laughs> oh, I don't. The rest know, of the Candace. world doesn't want to be like the UK. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I wonder why. Although you do uh, use miles, not kilometers, which really I, I get confused by that. Yeah, I don't. We we are stuck halfway. I mean, we've really veered off your question but we're stuck halfway between, <laughs> really avoiding that one <laughs> uh stuck halfway between um like the old school and 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 the new school the, the better the, way the, the, the new school yeah oh i i'm definitely 100 percent metric like it just for me it's just stupid to there i said it unpopular opinion yeah. there i said it <laughs> I well said, no no I, you're so brave I, joe yeah <laughs> Well done. I'll pull us back. I'll pull us back. So mm. example being, my phone has been breaking for about six months. I know it has been, and I have been battling it. In my one of my many share houses I've lived in, the kitchen light broke in my second week of living in that house. A year and a half later, when I moved out of that house, we got it fixed. 
And so I cooked <laughs> in the dark, basically, for about a year and a half. We had, yeah. like, little lamps. And, like, you just... You know when you MacGyver situations in a way that's, like, this is livable. But this is not yeah. the this is not the best way to live because it might heaven forbid <laughs> it would you might it have takes to like call twenty minutes someone yeah. Yeah, you yeah, might yeah. have to call an electrician heaven forbid <laughs> you actually like talk to a real person to get something in your life fixed so have you gone for a while with something in your life that has been definitely broken and you've just ignored part of your car maybe or is there a, a, a tech piece have you ever ignored anything for a really maybe it's just me maybe I just put off getting no no things. no. Going to the doctors, some people, <laughs> dentists, doctors and dentists, people put that stuff off for ages. I've not been to the dentist in an embarrassing length, not length, length of time. I've not been to the mm -hmm. dentist. How since many kilometers have you not been to the dentist <laughs> <for? Yeah. laughs> I've not been to the dentist since 2015. 2015? Oh. Yeah. As he says, with two teeth <laughs> 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 and a piece of wood stuck yeah. between them. I mean, I've not had so any problems sense. with my teeth, but yeah. yeah. Just also, ignore the pain. Just, <laughs> I don't have a chest of drawers. I just have a bag of socks. <laughs> so Okay, this is a great example. You this have a bag for your socks. Yeah, so when I moved in, I just had a wardrobe with hangers. So I didn't have mm -hmm. anywhere to like put my socks necessarily. So instead of just, like buying somewhere to put it, I just put them in a plastic bag and thought like, oh, well, I'll just get something sorted later on. And it's we've been here for now like six, seven months, something like oh, that. Oh, it's too late yeah. now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell I've you, got, I'm going to say, say one thing about this journey. You're never going to upgrade from that bag. Yeah. Like you're in, you're locked <laughs> it in. It's been, you, you, you are, was, you're locked in. That was, that was a personal comment though. That was like, <laughs> you are never getting out of the financial situation <laughs> that you're in right now. You are trapped. You like. are trapped with that bag of socks. It does but the same thing as a chest of drawers would do, but just learn to a plastic adapt, bag. Though. Yeah, you exactly. learn to adapt. You, you realize that you can cook in the dark. And so <laughs> you just adapt. You realize that you can deal with a phone that goes text in inappropriate <laughs> moments and you adapt. Like I, I can't, I've trained myself not to use my phone when it's charging because I couldn't because it would freak out and fritz. And so I have not, I, I now train myself that if my phone is on charge, I can't use it. And now with my new phone, I'm in the same habit. I'm in the, I plug it in and I don't touch it because I'm like, oh, it might call someone and that could be dangerous. <laughs> well, I was going to say, when you first got your like new phone, was it like an adjustment to be like, oh, this is going like too quickly. I can't keep up with the phone. A, a little bit. I opened it. Yeah. I opened Instagram and I instantaneously got it and i was like oh oh wow look it's loads straight away and i told my housemate and he's like you've been living in a in a black hole and i was like no wonder i wasted so much time on social media it's because i was sitting here waiting for the page to load <laughs> <laughs> this is why i'm not on tiktok it takes too long for it to come up so i just got rid of the app it was too slow it just like renders like 10 percent at a time yeah, and just slowly down comes the down the screen like like proper dial-up internet kind yeah, of thing yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, a one minute video well. takes about 10, 10 minutes and it's like, oh, what a what a great moment <laughs> in my life. You watch now. You're going to see me on social media. I'm going to be flying. You're not going to be able to turn me off. They're like, oh, Candice is live again. <laughs> Candice is live. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did say I did say like, you know, you're a very productive person. So with a working phone, it's, it's quite scary. You'll be unstoppable yeah, now. Exactly. That was the oh, only thing no. holding you back. That's the only thing holding me back. Next is going to be like the microchip in my kind of brain to be able to project onto my retinas <laughs> and then get everything done simultaneously. <laughs> if there's an option to become bionic, I would like to sign up. Would you? That is that is today's topic: how to become bionic. For a second, thing you were serious. It's like I, I prepare for something different. Did you ever see say, Years and Years? That is not the notes you sent in the Google Doc, guys. <laughs> Did you ever see Years and Years, Candice? The BBC show. 
No, is it also a band or am I thinking of something different? It is a band, but it's a different... <gasps> Nailed it, guys. I know <laughs> pop culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, tell me about years and years. Well, that was about getting like having like tech plugged into you and like you could put like mm. face filters on your face in real life and it was kind of crazy. Mm. There was a great book series when I was a teenager called Uglies. Uglies, Pretties and Specials. It was a sci-fi thing. I'm surprised it wasn't made into a movie because it was big like The Hunger Games, but... um. That was about getting plastic surgery on your 16th birthday to go to the pretty island. And then you lived your life as a, and you could, you could completely change what you look like on your 16th birthday in this, in this dystopian world, which as I look at myself on zoom, I've just come from an eighties party and I can (laughs) see in the zoom that I'm looking at you guys in that I've got like gold makeup all the way up my face and look ridiculous <laughs> as i'm like oh imagine not being natural and i literally look like a clown so <laughs> no, it's fine. the irony is wonderful that's a crazy storyline though mm. Dang. it was a good series it was really fun i would recommend if you feel like you know we're not living in a dystopia currently and you really feel like the need <laughs> to access something more <laughs> Um, yeah, to be fair though, to go back to your original question, we have our main <laughs> our main light bulbs in our living room. Oh don't, gosh, I don't this work. Is the question. Don't, <laughs> they don't work. The main so light bulbs. One yeah, one in the one lamp in the corner and that's what we use and the kitchen lights as well. Mm. Right. I mean it's moody at least. Uh, it moody. is moody. You're, right. you're not doing you're not doing any cooking, which I think is wise. <laughs> Oh, in the dark, yeah, yeah. That's in true. the dark. Yeah. You know, I mean, we do cook in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a laptop that would take mm. 15 minutes to use. use and it, it's not even after switching it off. It just to, to wake up, you know, when he goes to sleep kind 15 of thing. Minutes. 15 minutes, yeah. Well, my housemate was saying that he had a laptop that he had to hold in a right angle because he'd snap the screen off. And so for the screen to work, he had to like angle it in a particular way for him to access the information on the laptop. And I thought, <laughs> oh, okay, gosh. that's, yeah, that's, that's not great. Like, <laughs> that, that is was, well like, and truly know, broken. People's cars where they've tied something on, you know, the, the gear stick because it's broken or they've, they've yeah. added like that, that brilliant uh, Mr. Bean episode where he sits on the couch on top of the car. He's got like a broom that does yeah, all yeah. the other things. <laughs> I did have my I just, exhaust yeah. pipe tied on again. Was oh, that serious? Yeah. Is that? With, am I being serious? With, yeah. Is that was that a serious problem? Because <laughs> the answer is yes to both. <laughs> yeah. Yes and yes. Thanks for asking. <laughs> is that serious? Could I have killed many people? <laughs> Let's not answer that question. <laughs> is it still tied on now? Again, refusing to answer. <laughs> oh dear. Very good. Well. Okay, life-threatening and dystopia dystopians away. That didn't make any sense whatsoever. whatsoever. It's late. Oh, it is very late. Let's move on. That's what I'm trying to say. So, Jonah, what are we talking about today? So, today we thought um, it would be appropriate, you know, looking at everybody's positions in life, that we talked about mid-midlife crisis. Yes, quarter-life crisis, as they're called on Google. Oh, okay, quarter-life crisis. I yeah. thought it was mid-mid-life crisis, but I think, <laughs> oh, I just made that up <laughs> in my own mid-mid-life crisis. <laughs> yes, uh, many people in their 20s are at their mid-mid or quarter point in their life, hopefully if they go all the way to 100. Um, and they can often feel like they're, they're stuck in the road, they don't know where they're going, and they kind of have to restart sometimes, depending on, on where they're at. And we thought we'd have a little discussion about it. Well, this, so I, I started researching this last night. Because uh, that's uh, that's I'm as as well prepared as I am just the day before, but 
I, I, yeah, this is this. I, I, when I picked this topic, I thought we could have a fun, light-hearted conversation. It's <laughs> actually a lot more serious than I thought. I mean, don't take crisis too seriously. I think <laughs> <laughs> that is what I say. Um, so yeah, so so it's been defined as an anxiety over the direction and quality of one's life. Uh, it normally happens in your mid twenties to thirties. Uh, and it can start as early as 18. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Wow, that's, um, yeah, okay. Get it over and done with, that's what I say. <laughs> so according to a German psychologist, Eric Erickson, I've just realized that's his name. Eric Erickson. Maybe I've got that wrong. All right, I apologize. No, it's definitely Eric Erickson. Really fact-checked, guys. We really check our facts <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Unless I was really tired when I wrote it, it's just Eric Erickson. <laughs> Uh, he described it as feelings of being lost, scared, lonely, or confused. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Do I identify with all the things listed? That's, yes, this continue. is what I'm saying. <laughs> Honestly, as I was researching this, I was like, oh my gosh, like I can, I really can relate. So studies show choosing career path or unemployment is a major cause for young adults to undergo, undergo stress or anxiety. Clinical psychologist Alex uh, Fox defines Alex it who? as a... <laughs> if it was then i think i would be the problem <laughs> yeah, i think the, the commonality here is joan <laughs> i'm noticing i'm clearly just making stuff up <laughs> clinical psychologist alex fox defines it as a period of insecurity doubt and disappointment surrounding your career relationships and financial situation so if you don't think it had been relating to you at this point All of it definitely has yeah. it definitely has and okay here's here's the here's the other thing that really got me right uh, a LinkedIn study in 2017. So this was before, you know, the panoramic and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> this is. Oh, I've this got that on my new phone. The panoramic. <laughs> <laughs> COVID-19. You <laughs> take really <laughs> wide lens pictures. <laughs> uh, it was a LinkedIn study in 2017 found that 72% of young Brits had experienced a quarter life crisis and 32.4% would say they were currently having one. That means... Mm. Pretty much a hundred percent of people will will be will have experienced or were experiencing, or are currently experiencing. Oh, oh yes, or, well, it's because it was two thousand seventeen. So I hope <laughs> they've gone. Uh, okay, but, yeah, I see. But <laughs> here's the other kicker: if you're not already feeling down, if you're not already feel like I've smashed your teeth in, here's the other king, right? King thing. The good <laughs> good news is, on average, it lasts for about eleven months. Okay, oh, is God. that like cognitive months, or is that like? Oh yeah. Over a ten-year period, you will have eleven months of this spread out one month a year, or is this a, a, like you know a block of eleven months? What are we talking here? What What do you guys feel for your own midlife crisis? Well, I mid midlife. Twenty-four crisis. now, and I started when I was twenty-one. So you start having your midlife crisis. <laughs> well, I well, not midlife. Uh, <laughs> your midlife crisis—the <laughs> one you have when you're fifty. I'm only going to fifty, so <laughs> this is actually my midlife crisis. Because you started losing your hair at twenty-one, and therefore your midlife crisis. <laughs> I started crisis. losing when I was sixteen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, laughing slash crying. Like. <laughs> As I'm like, yeah, holding my hair, it's falling out. There's a reason out. this is a podcast and this is not a video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not allowed on the YouTube yet. Um, but everything you mentioned, I've definitely felt or experienced for a good amount of time between 21 to 24 mm. so i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't take the 11 least, months and as you're not fact, and you're, but yeah you're a tad too young as well um, for like i'm not saying you shouldn't but i'm saying like well it said it starts 18 right 
Yeah, it can well, like it can. Yeah, start but as I mean, come on, eighteen. <laughs> alienated all your 18 year old audience they're like (laughs) whoever this chick is no she's just (laughs) getting her um it it all makes me think of i got i was given this really amazing quote when i was a teenager from one of my music teachers who i really looked up to and he said life never gets easier you just get better at dealing with it Mm. and i feel like Wow, I he was like teaching crying. more the music, flipping it. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> and, then, and then he did he play a little bit of piano after, it was like a bit of jazz. Like. Yeah, and then he did a whole, you know, Robin Williams carpe diem. And then, you know, before we knew it, we were all inspired. Um, no, but I think I think he, he brings up this great point, that, you know, life never gets easy, you just get better at dealing with it. And I think that there are phases of your life that are harder than others. There are experiences you go through, but everyone is going to go through hard times and i don't necessarily think it's niche to a cool life crisis i think crisis can hit anyone at any time well, i think yeah. and i think that when i was in high school i was told that there's a high chance i'm going to change jobs a few times like i'm going to change career paths at least once that's what they, they told us all in high school and i don't know if we've hit that that second phase but i don't know i feel like crisis is just always going to be there and I haven't started just... my first phase. That's the issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, I wish I wish I could say that a quarter life crisis would end, but I don't think it ever is. I think it's just life. Yeah. <laughs> so buckle up, guys. <laughs> I just think well, it's, it's life. Yeah. yeah. What, but I definitely the... have experienced all the anxieties that you just listed revolving around career relationships and money. <laughs> well, just like pick what's... one pick one of that day what do you feel like worrying about today oh i reckon i'm gonna tap into relationships today excellent let's get into crisis mode you should just assign days it, that that mm. sounds like a more efficient candidate you set up a rotor you know what yeah, to expect exactly so. yeah, yeah but you guys know me like i probably like <laughs> it's very likely for me to already have something like that in place <laughs> <laughs> Between the hours of 9 and 10, you may be stressed. From 10 to 11, you may be highly functional. (laughs) You may may be highly functional. Take a break, stress out, get back to work. (laughs) What's the phrase that you say? I don't think you said it this this intro, but what's the phrase that you say at the beginning of our show? I didn't say it. No, (laughs) No, you're right. Sorry. I was too excited to have Candice back on. Um, you said that really sarcastically. Oh, did I? So I, that was not at all sarcastic. That was genuine. So excited that we invited you back again. <laughs> Get the hint, Candace. No, just kidding. Yeah, please leave. What? What? I can't even remember now off the top of my head. Now, now I'm not in the position. I can't remember. Do you want to say it? Do you want to welcome everyone back? No. Well, what? Do you, you know it. What is it? No, I don't. That's the thing. I never remember. Oh, you say. <clears throat> I mean, do my best, John, impression. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to How Do You Survive Your Twenties. We are your survival guide as we stumble through ourselves something like that yeah you started strong <laughs> and then i feel like the tired the tiredness crept in a bit there but my point was that that i guess that's why we call the show what we called it because it, it you know there is some kind of crisis at some point in your life and you are surviving in some form or another hopefully yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. well that's the thing you do you, you do have to survive life and there's like, you know, we, we try and be positive and things like that. However, <laughs> there is always something to worry about. Do you know what I mean? And what, okay, so what, so with you, so they had three things that they listed. They had, they had job, relationships, and finances. Yeah. In any of the chosen fields, what is the most like ridiculous thing you've ever thought? So like, have you ever had one of those thoughts where you're like, okay, this job is just so dead end. I'm going to 
run off to the circus now. Like I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Like have, have you have you like have you decided that you're like the you, circus you're, like, is the actually, only option at this point? Yeah. Yeah. At, the, at this point, it's like you know what what's the most outrageous thing that you thought that you could reskill to do that you're like, no, nah, I'm going to throw in the towel and I'm literally, I'm going to become a hairdresser. Or like, have you ever just thought this, this, all this study, all this work, no, nah, I'm going to throw it in. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, cause, because I had like probably several of these during like Corona, like since the pandemic, mm. um, I have come up a lot of, I've, I think I'm in that, I'm in the classic age. I'm, you know, 26. It is the, it is the definition of mid, midlife crisis, quarter life crisis, if you will. Um, and I had so many where I was like, yeah, I'm going to work for Disney now. I'm done. I, just, <laughs> I watched so much Disney Plus that I really convinced myself that was where I was going to end up. And then I had one where I just, so many times I'll just be like, no, I'd be really good at that. Just sod it. I'm going to just change and do that. But I was talking to someone the other day and, you know, we were saying why why work causes you so much stress. And in a time like now, work is the only thing that, you can change you can't change mm. the pandemic you can't change um you you know you can't just meet watch people. me I'm just yeah yeah watch me but you know it's hard to meet people you're not really allowed to right now so relationships is a bit more difficult money like again it's hard at the moment to find work but if you have a job you can have some kind of control and power over changing that and i was like yeah that's so true like nothing else you can really change right now except you can change your job so I think a lot of people are feel. I know I, I can sometimes relate to that. Like mm. this is the one thing I have control over. Well, I think like as well, I mean, I think when you hit your, when you in your quarter life, you know, your quarter of your life, 25 and so on or whatever, you've kind of started your career. And then all mm. of a sudden you, you go through, you know, you go through school and there's lots of chops, chops and changes, but you know when that ends. So, you know, school is five years, you know, in high school or whatever, and then you've, you have university for a couple of years and then maybe do a little extra or whatever. And then as soon as you set onto that career and you start thinking about pension, you start thinking about that long term, all of a sudden 40, lo 40, long <laughs> 40 long years seems like a long, long time. And all of a sudden it's very hard to commit to that. And then you start questioning like, do I, do I really enjoy this? Is, am I gonna be happy here? Is this really fulfilling? And you have all these other questions and, and, and then not only that, so I completely agree with you, but this is also to do with my uh, um, uh, research. Uh, uh, so Chloe Garland, who is a uh, 20s coach, uh, so much better than us, she said, thanks to social media, we are living in a career coach. Sorry, <laughs> I cannot read today. I'm so sorry. Thanks to social media, we are living in what? Uh, career coach Chloe, Chloe Garland describes as a grass is always greener culture. Mm. Mm. And so you start this career and, and in your head you've built it up and whatever and it's not as green as we thought it was and all of a sudden we start questioning things and like you said, well, if I change it, maybe I'll find something better because we always see things that are better on our social media and things like that. So we've got all this pep, like pepped up in our head. Is that even a word? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. Makes, I, I got it. We got you. The vibe is strong. <laughs> the vibe is strong. The vibe is strong with this one. Yeah, no, that that's that's so true. And I think it's well because, I mean, you only know the path you walk in yourself. And so if you did, you know, suddenly change careers, you probably still have, you still find things wrong with it. You still find struggles mm. because that's just mm. 
there's how anything works out. You just got to decide what struggles do you want to put up with the most and which ones can you not put up with? And I feel like the age of, you know, this, this whole midlife, quarter life, mid bin, well, the crisis in which we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this very um, specific crisis. This very specific crisis. It's, it's suddenly when you go from having a job to a career. Like, mm, you know, mm. you, you grow up having a job. You have the job that pays the bills because it pays your phone bill. It pays for KFC on the weekends with your friends. It pays for your bus pass. And the job pays for things. And then suddenly your job starts paying for the rent. And then eventually it comes to the point where your job is your career. And you think, well, how did that happen? How did I get a job that's now my career? And I, I'm, I'm committed to some kind of forward plan on a career. I think it's a really intimidating shift. And I don't think that, you know, making that shift can be really hard. Yeah. So I guess for, for you two, like out of the, you know, career, finance and relationship, what's been the biggest quarter life crisis out of those three that you've like struggled with the most? Gosh. <laughs> Do you know, I used to, when I was in my early 20s, say if I could live without boys, houses and cars, I would be supremely happy. <laughs> because I, because back then my, my car used to really stress me out. Like... I felt like I couldn't understand it. And if it broke, I'd just get really panicky and I'd have to call my dad who was in a different city and be like, it's not turning on or, you know, like, oh, it's, it's I on fire. It. What do I do? It's on fire. Yeah, you know, like it got broken into at one point that really stressed oh. me out. And it just, cars stressed me out. Houses really stressed me out. Like I remember my first few share houses, like finding someone to live with. Is it the right place? Do they like you? Um, can you afford to pay the rent? You know, is it within your price range? Is it far from a train station? Okay, so it is far from a train station. So you need a car to get to the train station. And I just was so panicked about that. And then boys just always stressed me out, like a lot. But for me, like- Go back to like, the dating episodes, find more about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to hear how- <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you want to hear some stories about dating. Hit that episode up. But um, no, and so for me, like- I'm lucky. I'm very privileged in the sense that I really love what I do. I've always loved what I do. And I've known from an early age, like what I want to achieve. And I've been really lucky to fall into jobs that, that have helped me do that. And I've, take, I've taken a lot of risks and I've pushed myself and I work hard in what I do and I love it. So there was a long time there where I was like, if I could just have my career and not have to, if I could just like, like go into a cupboard and switch off at the end of the night. <laughs> I just so like we're, talk, down. we're talking going bionic again aren't we <laughs> yeah yeah that's, this is really just doing. my two true dreams i was like <laughs> if, there, if there was a way that i could not engage with relationships housing and cars i would just be like this like, i would I'd be unstoppable absolutely do unstoppable. you realize those are like the two of the basic needs of humanity yeah. like, <laughs> i could just get rid of my hierarchy of needs yeah. like you know, like basic shelter and you know connection with people um <laughs> But yeah, but I'm luckily now I don't have a car, <laughs> and so that one's out of the way, and I have a really great. Just start house striking these off, yeah. Yeah, I just you know I just I, I live in a cupboard, so it's great. Um, no, but um, the streets are my home now. Yeah. Oh gosh, that would be I I don't envy anyone who has had to do that. That would just be very difficult. But no, um, I'm lucky career is something I've been really, really blessed in, in my life. Um, relationships, 
not so much. Very stressful. <laughs> many crises. Many, 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 many. <laughs> Ongoing, some would say. <laughs> what about you, Joe? So, I have wanted to be a teacher for a long time. And this is my first year of teaching. And it has been hard. Uh, not all the students you teach find me funny. <laughs> Tragedy? <laughs> Tragic? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, that's my only teaching method. <laughs> I have nothing goal. else. <laughs> I have right, no guys, other guys, tools. Guys. What's, why, why is seven afraid of nine? <laughs> huh? Seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an English class. Oh crap! I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I wrote down. <laughs> That's, the <only laughs> That's the only material I've got. <laughs> Do you know oh, at the like at the beginning? <laughs> Why am I? So here? I work I work for an arts organization at the beginning of the first lockdown. Just before we had we started putting up posters of how to wash your hands properly. I don't know if you guys remember them. But I, what, I don't could, know if you, you guys could, remember could... how to wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, you remember the specific poster that I've talked yeah, about? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. And you could auto-generate lyrics to go through so that you counted to 20 seconds oh, yeah. so that oh, it yeah. went through. And I put one up that was Out Damn Spot from Macbeth where she washes her hands clean of the blood of oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. person oh. that she's killed. It says Out Damn Spot, be gone, you know. And I put it up and like... I thought it was hilarious, like as like a as a thespian who just like loves it, like, you know, loves arts and theater and yeah. Shakespeare and ballet, all these things. I was like, I'm at an arts company. It's this is going to go yeah. down a treat. And like half the office was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like oh, guys, you know, like, like she killed like Banquo, you know, you know Macbeth. And they were like, sorry, what? I was like the play, the play by Shakespeare. We live in London. We're about two minute walk from the globe. You know, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he, she washes her hair. And I was like, wow. Oh, so, so Joe, I understand that when, you, when you're very niche humor that you think these English students are going to love this. And they don't. It's, it's, it's well, hard. I wish my humor was as clever as that, Candice. But it's, it's more like, guys, pull my finger. <laughs> but I can't do that. They can't touch me. So I am left with nothing. <laughs> but it's like, it's material. I've got no material left. <laughs> <laughs> damn laws um no not not quite like that but uh, you, you know you you, <laughs> you come up with some right prats and um <laughs> hopefully none of the students listen to the podcast oh what if they do uh, yeah, like, oh, mr walsh is so lame listen to <laughs> <laughs> they listen your to anxieties are valid and they're true <laughs> um but uh, yeah i think as well like um you know my uh like my colleagues are great but at the same time um, their, you know, their quarter life crisis was a very long time ago. Let's put it like that. <laughs> and uh, they think differently to I to to what I do. And so the 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 relationship I have with them isn't isn't. I'm not gonna you know necessarily go hang out with them on a Friday night, you know, um, because they all have sons my age. Because <laughs> 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 you're gonna go hang out with their, their yeah, children. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either that, or they have like ten year old kids, oh, and you know. Yeah. It'd be a bit weird if I played. Yeah, I don't don't play with them, no. Yeah, but uh, It'd be long I've before they hit their their quarter quarter life crisis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've not come off well in the last five minutes, but um, so it's it it's been a it's been a I mean, and then there's all kinds of other challenges, but it, it's been rough and it's been a bit of a letdown. If I have to be brutally honest, it's not as because I've had other teaching jobs and I've had other moments where I was like, I've loved this, 
and you you get an energy from teaching and you finish your lesson and you're shattered but at the same time you kind of get this high i've not necessarily had that um do you think that's because of covid though uh, I mean, how no, many I think it's because they're all brats. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> the students Again, you've are the alienated issue. half of your audience. <laughs> no, Mr. Wall, she's so just, lame. Yeah, to be fair, Candice, I don't think half my audience is my students, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about 90%. Candice, you were our audience. That's all we do in English. I just play it. I play this. <laughs> But I make them play on their individual phones so it counts as higher yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, good, good. <laughs> I'm, not, yeah, I'm, not getting, I'm not getting, I'm not getting audience to thirty with one complete computer. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Um, no, I, I think there's a, there's a variety of things, and and I've noticed that the the jobs that I've enjoyed the most, I've I've got along long best with my colleagues. Mm. So I think that does make a fact. I think if I went back to the office and knew I would have a laugh, then. Um, like it would, I'd, I'd get that kind of high that I need. Um, but I go back to the office and I literally watch people break down in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, it is tough. And, 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 uh, and I, I feel sorry for them, but <laughs> do you know what? So I'm quite an efficient worker and I, I'm, I'm ahead of my work. Right. And so the other day, I, I just had time and I was just looking busy whilst <laughs> everyone else was stressing out and breaking down. <laughs> and I was just like, I feel terrible. But if I know if I offer to help, I'll be, everything will come yeah. back on me. And I at feel the same bad, time, but not bad enough to help. Well, no, but at the same time, at the same time, I had in my head, it's like, well, this is, it's because they're not super well organized. That's, that's the honest truth as well. So it's just like, I, I, you know, I'm enabling it. If that's how I justified it as I went to sleep <laughs> that night. <laughs> Do you know what's awful as well? It's like when it's, when it's home, when it's like time to finish and I, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go home and they're still working. I'm just like, all right, guys. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to finish my work at home. All right. See you later. Working from home has got to have some benefits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what was the question? I was just venting there. But uh, yeah, so I think that, but that was a bit of a... Welcome that to was Mr. Walsh's therapy session. So <laughs> tell us more. <laughs> that was, yes, that was a bit of a letdown. And I think that's where, you know, you, you do start to think, oh, is, is teaching for me? Is this, is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? And then as well, I think I think we all kind of had those like dreams. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a young boy, oh. I had a dream. Do you know? But do you know what I mean? That you've perhaps put off because it's the like, well, it's one. It's you know, the chances of me actually it actually working out are pretty low. Like, you know, let's let's be well, smart, etc., etc. Et it's also interesting. Like I was talking to this. We were talking about why the. I mean. It, generalization but there are a lot of women in the arts right mm. um and is it because women um are more encouraged to nurture their artistic side like it's fine for girls to like painting and drawing and sewing and colors and boys traditionally play sport and all these things and all these gender norms that we have but then there's also this thing we were talking about that for for guys like you there's a lot more pressure to be financially independent to like from from years and years of this this um this thought that like you know you you have to be sensible like you 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 have to be sensible in what your job choice is because traditionally you're going to have to maybe support a family one day and of course we know that these are all these are all conventions that we can break and we can pioneer but 
I think they probably shape us sometimes. Well, the pressures and the beliefs in society are still there. We definitely can't yeah. deny that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they, they impact us. Whether we like them or not, they, they, mm. they impact us. So for I feel like, you know, I've been lucky because I've always been like, I, I put myself in positions where I'm like, well, if I don't do this now, I might not be able to in the future because I'm going to have more responsibility. I'm going to have more things to... To, I'm going to have to be a, a little bit more smart in these things. So I went early in the whole, I'm going to smash this creative career while I can. And I'm going to push myself and do all these things. And then I found myself in a situation that does pay the bills, which is amazing and like incredible and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, I think that it is hard though, when even in the dream role, like I've got this job that I love, there are still days that I'm like, oh my goodness, if I get one more message asking how to use Zoom, I'm probably going to punch someone. <laughs> like, like even in the dream jobs that you get, like, you know, and despite the fact that all the Disney documentaries I watched uh, looked like it was the most magical place to work ever. Um, I'm sure there's bad days there. I'm sure there are days that, you know, in the dream No, no, jobs, not at Disney. Like... No, Disney's different. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no, not at Disney. Disney's different. It's actually in the contract. You're not allowed <laughs> to have a bad day. <laughs> you can't have a bad day. If you um, do, but... you have to join a, a Paramount or whatever it's called, the other one. Oh, like Universal the other or something. One. <laughs> you get put on a Marvel film. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be my dream. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's yeah, a, that yeah. is my dream. Speaking of dreams, speaking of dreams, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I think it's interesting, all that stuff. I just think work sometimes, work is always going to be work. It's always going to be days that aren't great. Yeah, exactly. And I, but I it think... helps a lot when you've got colleagues that help you, most definitely. And if you don't have that, I can imagine it would be... Was that a shot at me for, for leaving on time whilst everyone else was burning? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's more just like, it would be hard not to have people to be able to like laugh about Zoom. Yes, with. yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I've I've worked in other places where it's been a bit of a nightmare, like you know. But but at the end, you you meet together and you you have this big laugh, and that just makes all the difference. Mm. And I, this is one of the points I was going to make later on, but I'll I'll spoil you and 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 say it now. <laughs> is too kind. <laughs> is like, I th something I've learned in my life, and this <laughs> this makes me sound really either one eight really pretentious or two really old is that a lot of happiness comes from having good relationships. And it doesn't necessarily come from a career. It doesn't necessarily come from this kind of financial situation or the things, the physical things we have from having a foam, a foam, <laughs> from <laughs> a home. <laughs> a phone is important though. Yeah. It's brought yeah. me a lot of joy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but those, you know, like, and, yeah and so i think in terms of career if you're in a good if you're in a good you know place in terms of work colleagues and stuff count yourself lucky well i think it's like you know i mean i can't talk from experience because they have no money but you know, what i've heard people say is that you know you know money can't buy you happiness well, it, i mean the only you know problems money will solve are your financial problems everything else like cannot be solved like your relationships with people your kind of you know balance and happiness and what kind of everything outside that you know like you said, you could have a good job or you could have an awful job, but if the relationships around you will make everything better and easier. Okay, I'm going to read uh, something else. <coughs> Doctor, and by the way, I completely agreed with what you were saying there, Jonah. <laughs> I, wasn't like... I realized as well that like Jonah and I were nodding to everything you said, Joe, and I was like, ooh, the audio won't read. 
that like we were sitting there like we were like yes like in my head i was like mm, i agree i agree and i i hereby agree and i watched jonah nod his head too and i was like should probably say like yes or something for the podcast <laughs> i'm still learning guys i'm new to this world so dr james arkle is a consultant psychiatrist and then i'm reading this so this is why my tone has changed Dr. James Arkle is a consultant psychiatrist at the Nightingale Hospital in London and often treats young people. He says he is consistently surprised at his patient's lack of self-esteem. Very often, 20-somethings I see here are beautiful, talented, and have the world on a plate, but they don't like themselves, but they don't like themselves, and that's got to be about society making them feel as if they have to keep up with these unrelenting standards. The problem with these standards is that in today's society, the markers for growing up have been obliterated. Our grandmothers may have been married with children at 21, but today's 21-year-olds are as likely to still live at home with their parents. Arkel says that in his own experience in the 1980s, when he left university, you could afford to get a mortgage and a small flat. That was a concrete marker that you were moving on with your life and that you were, pos- and you were becoming an, ad- an adult. Now, that's just not possible. Our childhood visions for our lives, molded by listening to parental anecdotes of their milestones and reinforced by TV and films, are no longer realistic. Due to unaffordable housing, less job security, and lower incomes, the traditional markers of adulthood, such as owning a home, getting married, and having children, are becoming pushback. This has left a vacuum between our teenage years and our late 20s, with many of us feeling we're navigating a no-man's land with zero clue when when we'll reach the other side. Uh, and this is back to Garland uh, before. She has noticed that the constant exposure to better options through social media has left many of her clients with a perpetual feeling of dissatisfaction. The same phenomena is appearing in relationships now too. It is harder to commit to one person when a possible better option is merely a swipe away. Good times, good times. (laughs) That's just like FOMO, isn't it? Yeah, I think you've summed it up pretty well there. It's funny. It's funny how that has changed. See, see what happens when we have Candice on the podcast, Jordan. We can have a serious conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, you probably people are leaving the podcast in no. droves being like, oh, no. who is this woman? She's so boring. Um, but, but I think finally. Just my really students think that, don't worry. It's yeah. right. but, <laughs> yeah, we, but they, they, they found me boring anyway. I don't know why they listened. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, if you've made it, what, 45 minutes into this, and they've got more yeah. attention span than you give them credit for. That's true. Um, That's true. I think the pandemic has, I mean, obviously it's taught everyone a lot and it's its taken us all through various different journeys. But um, that is one thing I know a friend told me early on. He was like, the fear of missing out has completely left his life and he's so much better for it because he was so like the idea that he was missing a party or a thing. And I think in London, especially all places like, you do feel like you're going to miss things. Like if you're not Mm. seeing the show, if you're not at that place, if you're not all these things. And by stopping that, I think that there is a lot of happiness to be found in, you know, knowing that you're like, we're all the main characters in our own story. You know, (laughs) like we, it's, it's, no, we we said this before and you made a joke about you're the extra of your own story. Yeah. yeah, That's (laughs) That's how low my self-confidence is. Like, Well, and to extra this, three, yeah. walking <laughs> tree. No, nah, even better. There was a meme the other day that was like um, the the moment when you realise that your siblings have their own lives and they're not just a player in your story. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it's so true. Like, like in my mind, my little brother is my like sidekick. Like he's the 
he's the, the sidekick on the side. And then the, the whole concept that he also has his own life just baffles me. I'm like, but you are nothing without me. Like, <laughs> I am, I made you like what you are today. You don't know how good you've got it. This is like such Spec- an older sibling thing to say. <laughs> yeah, you do really need to specify when you say I made you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Made you what you are today. <laughs> what you are today. You are just nothing like some without soap opera. me. I'm actually your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? But no, yeah. Shyamalan twist, though. Yeah, yeah. That was a a good play. Sorry, Um, go ahead. No, no, I just. Serious point you were making, please carry on. Well, I'm not really as serious. I mean, as serious as it can get. But um, I think there's so much to be said about learning to find happiness in the moment. And it can be so hard. And we talked about this with a group of friends the other day and we were talking about the concept of joy and, and all these things. And and we kind of agreed that like, if you can't find that joy right now, like try and borrow someone else's. You know, like if you can't oh, see... Oh, that's good. Yeah, like if, if you, you know, if you're really struggling with mental health, if you're just really in a bad place, if you, if, if you know, everything is stacked against you for whatever reason um, and you don't feel like you can find it within yourself to be happy or you can't find it in your surroundings like try and borrow someone else's like call someone and say like what made you happy today what makes what made you laugh like can I borrow some of your happiness today um and yeah and we were like that's a that's an interesting but I'm not gonna give it back (laughs) yeah well well, this is yeah Yeah. steal someone else's happiness (laughs) (laughs) This car makes you happy? Excellent. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. I think this is mine. Now. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, How do you yeah, say your but... 20s? Providing solid advice for the last two <laughs> yeah. years. Still Steal people's possessions. <laughs> so, yes. And anyway, so it's joy. You were, you, were, you were making a very good point. Carry on, please. Oh, that was kind of the crux of it, I think. Okay. That, was, that was my Sorry. thoughts this week about joy. That's all I've got for you, I'm afraid. Again, preface this, it's very late. I feel like I'm very rambly. No, no, I uh, I really like that. I don't think I ever would have given that advice. I don't think I ever would have thought of that. But but I, I think it's nice to, to be able to, to kind of tap into someone else's joy. And I think this is the thing. I, I guess I, ha- I guess like, I kind of like how you summed it up with FOMO, right? And I think we, we talked about this in the impatience episode last week. Um and how I'm very impatient for the big moments in life, the things that I really, really want. And I kind of want, I want them now. Like I, I want my master's degree now. I, I don't, I don't want to do the two, two years <laughs> that it's going to take to do it. I just want it now. Um, but those things will not bring me happiness if I don't learn to live in the moment because I will not live in that moment when it comes. Mm. It's true. I. We're nodding for everyone listening. <laughs> Jonah and I are nodding. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Jonah. Thoughts? Um, on that or something else? <laughs> Whatever's running through your head, pal. Go on. Jonah time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess th- the thing is, though, you know, from past experiences you've had with having various midlife crises, whether it was with your relationships or with your, <laughs> your work... What what did you do or what are you doing to currently get out of that situation, to move past it? Rather than just enduring life, how, do, how are you finding to enjoy the crisis? Or how did you find to enjoy the crisis? Are you asking this to myself and Candice or 
Um, well, you're the only other two, so. Are there any people here? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you asking that to us or the, or the fourth person in the podcast who we keep cutting off? Or oh, is this for Joseph's class that's listening at the moment? <laughs> Pause this podcast to wait this... for Joseph's class to, to give a response. <laughs> this, oh, uh, no. this episode is filmed in front of a live audience. Yeah. <laughs> Joseph's class. <laughs> Everybody say hi. <laughs> well, if W3B <laughs> for either of you, maybe that had um, something like a you know a kind of good piece of advice on how you got over the crisis or how you learned to joyfully live through it. I don't think I'm. Mm, I'm still. I don't in know it. if I'm always great. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I think I panic. I think. I mean, hindsight. You know, it's a great thing. <laughs> Oh, I hate it. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I think what I think <laughs> it's like where were you I've ten learned... years ago? Yeah, yeah you would would have been very handy. Um, that we were. I think we were mentioning this last time. There are a few lessons I've learned in my short amount of time on this planet um, that that make things. And that I've recently learned another one. So in the last podcast, we talked about. So when it comes to relationships, we talked about this idea of being apologetic for taking up space in yes. people's lives. And that has revolutionized how I approach dating and how I approach people that I'm interested in, in meaning that I actually just do approach them. Outrageous <laughs> to think that, that instead of running and going, oh my goodness, I have feelings for someone, kill that with fire. Like, it's like actually being vulnerable, embracing it and putting yourself out there in a way that's like, the I scandal. have something to... I know, how dare I, you know, I think as teenagers, though, it's that whole thing of like, heaven forbid they ever find out that I like them. Yeah, it's, it's like, more... it'd be, why would that be embarrassing? Like, how yeah, is that yeah, embarrassing? But, why, but yeah, and so when I've shifted that mindset to stopping apologizing for liking people and, and for taking up space, physically and emotionally and all the rest of it, that really changed my life. Like learning to be your own biggest fan is, I think, one of the biggest challenges we're going to face in life. And when you can conquer that, be your own fan then, you know, you're on to a good start. Mm -hmm. I like that. That was, I like that a lot. That, that was, was really powerful. good. Yeah. I'm very embarrassed to say what I was going to say now. <laughs> well, now you have to say it, Joe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just like to have a laugh. I just... <laughs> Smiling. Uh, <laughs> 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 that's, the, that's the laugh of somebody on the edge. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, okay, Jonah, how are you? We're just gonna let Joe. Uh, just gonna let him have his crisis over moment, in the yeah. corner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just smile. <laughs> smile through the crisis. This is why we need you, Candace. <laughs> oh my days. Oh dear. Oh, I'd like to smile. <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with hard moments? <laughs> All right, just smile. <laughs> All right, Elmo. <laughs> we don't need this fake We're happiness a quarter right now. life crisis. <laughs> mental health is in tatters. Get over yourself, Elmo. Just smile. Shut just up, smile. Big Bird. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, gosh. Ooh. It is late second. on a Saturday night. Oh, Woo. man, that had me. So I like to smile. <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, it was. it's not too far off. I, I think, though, I think as far as living the moment, I, I, I guess I really like 
Yeah, oh, it's not <laughs> deep. Um, I guess I really like laughing because it helps me feel like I'm in a moment. It is a moment of pure joy. Yeah, no, that's, that is true. And that, like, something that I I did when I was going through a particularly difficult period in my life, and I've continued to do so, is at night to help me process my thoughts or make a because I I am not I wouldn't call it journaling because it's it's scribbles and it they're barely sentences because I'm shattered but it's, it's beat poetry it's <laughs> <laughs> well sometimes I know, sometimes I just write tired <laughs> tired tired <laughs> stressed smiles smiles can't smile too stressed <laughs> it's too stressed <laughs> office on fire <laughs> I left coffee early <laughs> <laughs> this was ad- your actual dream career in the arts that you were talking about yeah. earlier. <laughs> this is my actual dream. Slam poetry um, nights. That's where we're going to see Joe next in fame. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but yeah, I, I will make a list of the things that I'm genuinely... I've said this before, that I'm genuinely grateful for. And I always put the laughs that I've had that day. Mm. Um, but yeah, I... <sighs> I don't know. I, I guess like you have, I, g- I guess you have a different course life crisis for different things, right? And it'll be relationships. It'll be finance. It'll be, I mean, just uh, the, you know, the statistics, the statistics for for finances for millennials is are, are shocking. Um, you know, it, it, in the article that I was reading in the Guardian, uh, it's 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 uh, it's been said that you need to put away about eight hundred pounds a month. <laughs> I don't think you've earned that. £800 a month to, to, so you can have a, a, a pension of about £30,000 a year. Wow. Yeah. This is just Lol. things I don't, I don't want to think about. This is well, where I want to power down in a cupboard at the end of the night. <laughs> and that's the, the, you know, and there's there's other things like that. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's that, that FOMO that, again, like... Uh, I do have, and and the whole, you know, I I've I've only started like, I don't really like um, dating apps and stuff, but I have used them this year, um, not to brag. I'm sorry. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's soul destroying. It's 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 the it this concept of maybe there's something else, and it's it's ridiculous, really, and it's it's uh, and we yeah we've. We've grown up and the, the parents who did grow up in different times and have given us their advice based on their lives, which is what you do, it doesn't necessarily apply mm. to what the, the situation that we're in now. You know, you 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 can't afford a house <laughs> after your first year of working. Like you can't just well, do Well, it depends where you're working. Not well, in London, shit, yeah. You can't. <laughs> but yeah, exactly in London. And, you know, there's a, there's a, a really high chunk of millennials in London. Uh, and so we're all just, I don't know, I mean, heaven forbid what happens in 50 years' time. Because <laughs> we're all just going to be paying rent. Yeah, because we're, we're going to make it that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Joan is tapping out at 50. Yeah. You've only got 25 this years This is my left. midlife crisis, Joe. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But anyway, so the whole point, my whole point is despite these like massive, you know, ang- ang- crush it, you know um, weights of anxiety, that aren't going away. Um, one way to deal with it <laughs> is, is kind of living in the moment and being grateful for what you do have. Fair play. Fair play. Okay, so uh, so s- some of the solutions are sometimes it's important to accept your life for how it is now, 
even if it's not where you want to be yet. Yeah. Mm. Better mm. pill to swallow. Stop mm. comparing. Yeah. Oh, that one's massive, right? Oh gosh, I yeah. I was the worst for that. I've le- I've tried to unlearn that, but big one. Can I can I ask uh what steps have you taken to try and unlearn that? Because I think this is the thing, right? It's just like uh, <clears throat> uh stop being unhappy. <laughs> stop Smile. Smile. <laughs> no. Great. And it's just like, well, great, Joe. I've learned a lot. Thanks. <laughs> You've changed my life could, forever. Because this is this is the problem of of our generation. Um, what have you done to stop comparing? Um, I actually <laughs> was it was it use a a six year old phone and so it takes half an hour to load Facebook yeah. and social <laughs> media. Wise, I don't have wise. the time to compare <laughs> myself to others. <laughs> you can only compare yourself to your nan who um, pops up on your screen. Um so I I my friend was just going through a bit of imposter syndrome recently and I found this thing on Pinterest. <laughs> which is where I spend most of my time. Um the source of all inspiration. Yeah, Pinterest like did load quickly on my phone. Yeah. But um can I just say, just quickly interrupt, I I came into a Zoom call with yourself, Candice, and uh, three of the people, no, two of the people, and uh, all all female, all in their mid-twenties, and uh, just the most stereotypical conversation to jump into, of just talking about things they found on Pinterest, and I was like, oh. I think it was hairstyles as well. I it was hairstyles, like, oh, yeah. I love that hairstyle. I saw that on Pinterest. <laughs> like, if I get my hair dyed brunette, and you just logged in, and you were like, have I entered the hairdresser? What <laughs> it's like, oh, well, there you go, stereotypes. Okay, there you go. Um, but no, th- how to unlearn comparison. Uh, my friend was struggling with imposter syndrome. And one of the ones that, wh- what I kind of liked about the answers is that they had things like, you know, thinking I don't belong here. My opinion doesn't matter. My experience isn't worth sharing. Everything has been done already. I'm not good enough, cool enough, smart enough, and all these things. And some of the affirmations they said, um, I think are things you can apply to comparisons. It's, it's like saying that, you know, the world needs your unique voice. Your voice might be exactly what somebody needs. The world needs your unique touch being like it, to the response to everything has been done already. Like, you know, um, and then you're always enough and your fear doesn't change that. I think what I liked about these things is like when you compare yourself to others, like I used to do it all the time when I was at uni, I'd look at designers that I really loved mm. and was like, okay, well, they're 20. I'm sure in the arts, it's extra yeah, it's hot, massive. Yeah. It's really hard because, you know, I would look at these designers and be like, okay, by 26, I have to have this many shows under my belt if I want to be successful. I have to have achieved this. I have to work for three different companies by 24. I have to be doing this, this, and this. And I set these goals for myself. And I achieved quite a few of them, which again, it's just privilege and luck and all the rest of it. And, um, but I would all, I, I just look at other, I would stalk all these designers and be like, I wonder, okay, if they graduated in 2012, that means by that point in my career, I have to be at this marker. Hmm. And as well, you know, with a lot of my design and my art and the stuff I do, like it's, it can be really hard sometimes when you don't get many likes on Instagram for some mm. of your work, you know, you put it up and you don't get many likes. But what I think I'm really happy with myself and where I am now is that like nobody, no one else is me, nobody. So nobody else is going to have my career. I'm not going to have anyone else's. They're going to achieve different things. Their view on design, their work is amazing and unique to them. And, you know, as much as I respect and admire these other designers that I want to be like, I can also be my own designer and I can be my own voice and I can do my own everything and that no one else is me 
in the same way that no one else is you guys, you know? No one else is going to have your life. No, we're no pretty similar. Is... <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, like, well, I feel like if one of us died, we'd just be more complete because we just make one person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your names are so similar. Yeah. I know, exactly. We, we, we really that. weren't given much opportunity Even to separate ourselves. Even our initials are the same, yeah, Candice. Even your initials <laughs> are the same. You're so interchangeable. Jonah was born as a backup. That was it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the sidekick in whose story? This is the thing. Like, who is the... I mean, Joe already feels like he's his own sidekick. So he's <laughs> well, I was going to say the issue with us that we're both the sidekicks. the confidence to take the main kick. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is the thing though. Like, no one else has. No one else has what you have, and that's what I think has helped me. A with podcast comparison. about how to survive your twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one. Has. Unfortunately, well, but... that's not true at all. <laughs> yeah, there's actually quite a few like yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> There's been plenty that have started exactly after like us you. and have gone to a very good success. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny Sorry, because Candace. that's true. You just completely ruined your uh, point. No, Carry but on. What you said Shut is very, Jonah. Is very valid you're... and very true, though. No, 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 it's true. But also, like, you're comparing yourself to a standard yes. that is numerical, one, mm. and is not necessarily reflective of anything besides a break and a lucky break. You know, like and it's different and everyone is different and everyone has so many unique voices and i think again that's why diversity is so important because people have so many different stories to tell and so many different life experiences and they're all valid and worth listening to yep um including you guys that's why the world needs two more white men given their voices and opinions Everyone needs more of those opinions for sure. You know? No, <laughs> no, I mean you'll never find these anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, thank you, and I apologise for uh, making not making fun, but being silly in your points because they are very. Good. Everything you said was Candice, points, I'm so yeah. glad you've said you'd come on more shows. <laughs> um, Just so, so that, you will uh, regret this eventually. <laughs> <laughs> well, not right now, that's for sure. Um, so another piece of advice is when you are going through a quarter life crisis, from what I understand, it's it's going to happen. Uh, talk about it. Really, really big. And On it's a just podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, do do what we did. Uh, but yeah, talk about it with with friends and family and loved ones and and your your pet turtle and your pet <laughs> tortoise because I can never remember the difference. More yeah <laughs> that's uh that's a project we're working on a um, sneak peek for you little Everyone? sneak peek yeah exactly i we will announce that on here but um when that yeah later on um, keep the suspense oh <laughs> um so th- talking about is very important and then so set some goals right i think once you've had your kind of moment down right okay have that moment talk about it then set some goals but make sure your goals aren't based off should be's so make mm. sure the goals are off what you want and not what society is telling you to, to do or, or so on and so on. And here's the thing. Sometimes as well, when, when you're feeling lost, it's because you don't know what to do. You don't know what your dream is. You don't know what your spark is, et cetera, et cetera. Here's what I found was like really good advice. And like, again, just that like, it's like, just go for your goals. It's like, that's great. I don't have any because I don't know what I want to <laughs> do, right? Mm-hmm. Allow, here, here's the thing. Allow yourself to daydream. Allow oh, yourself a big to do fan that. Yeah, put, big fan of that. Put your phone down, or use a six-month, the six-year-old <laughs> one, and that takes like ten <laughs> minutes if to. Anyone, if anyone wants my old one, like. You know. <laughs> uh, okay, 
And that just is a really good way of your brain to kind of process things. And it's a really good way to kind of see into your subconscious almost and tap into what you really want. Now, if, if you find out that what you really want is something crazy, then tap out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, but it's, it's, it's a really good effective way of, of just letting your brain kind of take control again of itself and not get distracted and consumed by media and so on and so on. So once you've got down, research what you have to do to get that dream, okay, what you really actually want, then set those goals, okay? And then the last thing is kind of like what Candice was saying, is put yourself out there. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where we like to vent, scream, and cry about pet peeves from the week and things we do not want the podcast to be sponsored by. Jonah. Sweating. Sweating. Yeah. Aww. Like, so this morning we, we were getting ready to go. Well, I mean, I was. We weren't doing this together. But I had... <laughs> <laughs> Jonah, have you seen my bag of socks? <laughs> <laughs> so I was getting ready. So I, so I exercised. Then I had a hot shower. And I was, like, putting my clothes on. But, like, and I was in a rush. So I didn't have time to, like, you know, mill around. And I was, like, I'm still super hot. And I was, like, sweating. But, like, having to put my clothes on. And I was, like, that, hey, why, why, why does my body have to sweat? Why? Now I just feel like I'm now I feel dirty again after I've had my shower. That's what I hate. Very, in a very similar theme, my thing this, this week is um wet leggings. <laughs> close, I cycle is this to from the work. brain or oh, okay, yeah yeah okay. no i cycle to work where i, I get quite sweaty Candace, again uh, i don't want to give you life advice but you're supposed to let your clothes dry before you yeah. put them out i know the i know well this is the thing this is the thing like that's on you I, 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 it was it was no i cycled to work i forgot to bring another pair of leggings to work and they got so wet on my bike and so i i was wearing a dress and so i just wore like a dress with just my legs out heaven forbid i have not worn it's winter it's not something you do it's lockdown as well but um and i couldn't wear my socks because they were soaked through as well and so i was barefoot in like a very summery dress in the office and everyone was like that's a bold look and i was like everything (laughs) everything is wet and cold and i tried to dress for the season you want guys (laughs) dress for the season you want want it to be um and i tried to put my wet leggings back on as like a defiant move and they're not that wet you know in my head i was like they're not that wet and then and i put them back on and i was like oh i "I can't do it i can't do it (laughs) do you know what so yeah I just can't, I can't, I just, it was the most horrible experience. I was like, oh, we can't do this. <laughs> Did it make a proper like slap sound as well? He's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's... I just, oh, never again. That's why I want we going to sound effects. <laughs> it's one of my dream, dream careers. But um, after poetry. After poetry. After being poetry. Yeah. Smile. Smile. Life. Angst. <laughs> Burning, <laughs> Pepsi, <laughs> wet uh, leggings, <laughs> leggings, <laughs> wet leggings. <laughs> leggings, dress for season. <laughs> um, yeah, that joke went on too long. I apologize, but the, 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 so <laughs> something that I've I've not managed to like uh, like a ta- you know a thing that I feel like adults should be able to do and something that I just can't do is I can't I don't trust myself when I leave my clothes out to dry. And I don't know if they're dry when I put them away. Like I, I touch them, I try and I was like, are these just cold or are they wet? Ah, and I yeah, cannot yeah. tell if they are cold or wet. I've been doing my laundry for 10 years now. <laughs> Still don't know the difference. <laughs> unless unless I f- they feel warm to me, mm. then I, I, I still can't tell. Or like How bone dry. 
It's pretty. I don't know. It's pretty cold. I think. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the polar bear thinks it's all right. But like, <laughs> way. And we have snow in the corner, so I don't. Why don't my students find me funny? Driving. The huskies uh, are doing well. Uh, <laughs> the huskies, yeah. The penguin um, colony seems to be enjoying itself. <laughs> the other thing... Oh, sorry. Did you? No, no. I was just going to complain about something else. I was going to close up the podcast. Go on, you can close the podcast. I'll do it the other week. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for ha- uh, coming on, Candice. It's always... For having us on, Candice. <laughs> <laughs> I've already well. taken over. <laughs> I have already gained control <laughs> of the podcast. Thanks so much, guys, for having me. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Uh, this is How to Survive. How Do You Survive Your 20s. I'm your host, Candice. I'm so grateful oh. for special guest Joe and Jonah. Or just... One of them because they're all the same. <laughs> they're both the same. Well, they are the same. Who is? Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I go through this often with you. Who is the? Who is the Joe and who is the Nick Jonas? But <laughs> question for another time. Who would you? Do you know the difference? Um, I don't know the personalities, but I think I know the faces differently. Yeah. All oh, right. I was going to say which one do you think you are, you are, but I don't. I don't know the difference. Well, so. I know that Nick is the youngest, so I would be Nick in that sense. Okay, I can mm, fully support that. <laughs> I can fully support that. <laughs> Jonah, where can people find us? If you would like to keep up to date with us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s or you can go to our website at HowDoYouSurviveYour20s.com or you can send us an email about your mid-life, mid-mid-mid-life crisis. Mid-mid-mid-life. <laughs> so when you're 12. <laughs> when you're 12. <laughs> At how do you survive your twenties at gmail.com. I don't know where I'm going with my life. <laughs> I've just finished primary school. <laughs> Amazing, but thank you so much for listening to us, and thank you again for Candace for joining us. You'll hear a lot more of her in the future, and you can hear us next week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.